always learn, mm-hmm. right? Always look to see for a different, different perspective. It will really open up your world in a way and know that you truly are limitless. Hello and welcome to the Chaos to Clarity podcast. My name is Maggie, aka your business bestie. I teach female coaches, speakers, and course creators to release procrastination and perfection so that they can get more done, book more clients, and have the time freedom that all entrepreneurs crave. This is not your typical business coaching podcast. We're talking about business, life, probably some wooey magic, and probably some singing or referencing song lyrics along the way. So if you're into business building, making more money, and getting a little bit of a mindset shift along with having a good laugh, you're definitely in the right place. I've grown three businesses from $0 to consistent four and five figure months over the last 15 plus years. And now I'm helping you do the same thing. It didn't happen overnight and it certainly didn't happen without the help of others. They say it takes a village to raise children and I believe it takes a village to grow a business as well. So in this podcast, you'll find people who help you grow your village, cheer you on as well as holding you accountable. I'm so excited you're here and I can't wait for you to listen to each episode. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chaos to Clarity podcast. My name is Maggie, and today I have with me Kristen, who is going to tell us tell us who you are, who you serve, and a little bit about your business. Thank you, Maggie. I am so excited to be here. This is such an honor and a pleasure. Um, so I was a corporate chief financial officer. I spent about 10 years after having my own accounting and consulting business, went back into corporate for a whole bunch of reasons and had my dream job, everything, it checked off all the boxes. And I sat there and I was like, wow, is this what I really want to do for the next 15 years? And in the midst of that, I had already started within a coaching program and saw a lot of entrepreneurs starting out in their business And business was new to them. And therefore, I was like, all right, let's think about this. What do I really want to do with, say, the next 15, 20 years of my career? And thought I, at that leadership role, really enjoyed watching, you know, and mentoring staff. And I'm like, add in the financials because I was already helping, right? Large CEOs understand financial data. And I'm like, what if I can bring this to entrepreneurs starting out midsize in their business to be able to really help them get their footing and get a really great start? So hence, (laughs) I left corporate (laughs) and started Alignment CFO. Um, And it's had some little ups and downs, right? of what I want to do. There there was some of that. I'm leaving corporate. I'm never going to do anything corporate, right? I, I, this is, I did it because of the freedom and I want to be able to set my own hours and I want to, and it's so interesting. The, what I found in 
you know, part of the things I was navigating was the things that really helped me in corporate keep me organized are the things that help me as an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. So that's part of what I actually am in my courses teaching, actually, group program. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And just like, I feel like we probably have very similar um, client bases, right? Like, because I also, I help people who are, you know, either just starting or they're in their first like five years of business and they're like, okay, I learned this, but how do I actually implement this? How do I, mm-hmm. how do I find this foundation that people talk about? How do I find the, the like thing that works for me, those strategies, you know, and I think that's so important to really empower the 75% of entrepreneurs who make less than a hundred thousand dollars per year, right? Like it's so, it's so fascinating to me um, that I think a lot of people overlook that huge pool of mm-hmm. people to be able to help and, and, and rightfully so, right? Like whatever you want high ticket clients. Great. That's fine. But like the lower 75% uh, lower, right? Quote unquote, right? Those, those 75% that are building that are like, oh my gosh, I just want that, that hundred thousand dollar mark right? To be able to help them lift them up is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, knowing that you're kind of a financial guru, a a financial wizard, right? Like we're like, you're able to help them in a way that like, you know, the stuff that corporate, you know, is based on. And that, that is so huge to build on that foundation to really know that as an entrepreneur, especially when you're starting out, you've built the foundation and, and you're solid and you're, you're not, you don't feel like it's rocky where you're like, okay, I think I got this in place. And now I'm just going to keep climbing this, this ladder to, to get to where I want to go. But if the bottom's not solid, right. Then you're always going to be wondering like, Oh, when is, when is the bottom? When is it going to fall out? When is this, when is this going to, going to (laughs) tumble? definitely you know and I found myself doing it Mm -hmm. right coming out even after having a very successful business before and I'll tell you like it's before online and everything and a lot of referrals and I came back out and I was like well this is going to just be easy Mm -hmm. and then I found all the head games yeah I'm like all right wait a second We, we need to stop this um and if I'm having all these head pains, and it's not to say that I have so much more experience or I have this or I have that, but I'm like, if I'm doing it, then everybody's doing it. Yep. You know, um, realizing that financial piece, being able to see and how important your vision is, right? And I talk to a lot of people starting out, right? And we're all big on our help station the statement, but once we've got it, I'm like, where do you want to go with your company? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want impact. Right. And I love that people want impact, but I was a Girl Scout leader. Mm-hmm. I ran a service unit. Mm-hmm. I had tons of impact that I didn't get paid for. Right. 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 So let's have impact and still earn a living. Mm-hmm. Right. Still build a business and then yeah. add in all of the mindset. So I do a ton with money mindset. Mm-hmm. And just mindset in general, because, you know, we can get so caught up in our head. Yes. Right. We did this. 
we're afraid of doing this. Mm-hmm. Can I actually take that next step? You can't. Let, let's just have a conversation so that you can move forward faster so that you're not going through all of that. And you're not, you know, I love the freebies, mm-hmm. but follow this, follow this, follow this. And it's like, how about you run your business the way you want to run your business? Yeah. I spent a lot of money on a lot of coaching programs. And then I was like, you know what? I just need to sit back and go, what do I want? And how can I do it and find the way that I can get supported doing it my way? Mm-hmm. Because there's a ton of different ways of doing it. It is right. not one golden path. And some people aren't going to like this, but a lot of the people that we see now that are huge, they entered the market at a different time. Yep. So yep. what worked for them isn't necessarily going to work for you right now. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they don't say, well, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, when I started my business, right? Yes. 10 years ago, when you started an online business, it was kind of, you were all out there by yourself. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and it, and it was 10 years. I mean, even I, so I've owned businesses for 15 years, right? I've, mm-hmm. I owned two brick and mortars and, you know, I owned a, oh, I own a photography business. I still take photos. Um, I owned a yoga studio for a while and even just navigating through that and then stepping into the coaching industry two years ago, I was like, oh, easy peasy. I've done this. I can grow a business. No problem. And then I was very abruptly smacked in the face by, um, hold on. Everyone, everyone's a coach, quote unquote, right? Like there's so many more people you have to stand out in such a different way, which Mm -hmm. is amazing and great, but also was a big smack in the face because the people I was following had been in the industry for five, 10 years, some of them even 20 years. And they're like, oh yeah, this worked for me. It'll work for you. And I'm like, but it's not working for me. It's, it's not. So, you know, like you talk about like having that like individual strategy, that's so important. And I also, you know, I teach my clients that too. Like, yes, go ahead and listen to the big dogs, the gurus, the whoever, Mm -hmm. right? Do it by all means, but also take that information in and understand what it is that you like about it. And can you implement it? Can you implement it? And can you move forward with it? And I think, you know, like you said, you focus a lot on mindset. And that is such a huge piece of an online business. It's a big piece of a brick and mortar as well. Um, But I feel like it's tenfold, if not a hundredfold for an online business, because there's, there's so much, almost everyone in the whole world, right? Eight, eight billion people or whatever in the world, right? There's that, there's so many people online. Um, and it's, it's overwhelming in like a good and a probably not so good way, right? So to, to have your mindset in the right space, and to be able to move forward in a way that you're like, Nope, I know that I am solid in what I'm doing. I trust myself. I have my own back. Um, you know, both like, mentally, physically, and financially. Like, I feel like those are three huge pieces Mm -hmm. of the entrepreneur, especially digital entrepreneur puzzle, because yeah, we're, we're all, you know, right. We're all like working out here on lonely Island, right? Like (laughs) I'm, I'm in my home alone. Like the, the dogs and the cats are here, but like, you know, like amazing that we can be on zoom together, but also like 
when you're an entrepreneur, you really, you, you are, you are your business. So knowing that like, you know, all of the mind games are under control um, <laughs> or that at least you have the tools to when those mind games start to pop up because they're not going to go away, right? The mm-hmm. higher, the higher you climb in your business, I would argue the louder the mind games become, right? Because now you're like, oh, well, I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm not, you know, like, you know, you well, get- right. And so think about this. I was a chief financial officer. It is mm-hmm. the highest position yep. you can achieve, right? In accounting. Mm-hmm. And I still had mind games because I was like, $222 million company is the last company that I was you know, a CFO of, and I'm going, but it, it's not a fortune 500. It's not a, this it's not right. So it doesn't either way you can still play, right? If Uh you can't, if you have those underlying roots, you're going to, they're going to keep showing up. Right. You know, and I even remind my clients that we got over it at this level, Mm -hmm. just so you know, (laughs) it's right. not you yeah. it's your brain but right. you're going to get to do it again and you're going to mm-hmm. get to do it again you just get better and faster at it yep yeah you know? and that is what helps yeah. you know so therefore it works well um mm-hmm. but yeah you're right you're in this you know and the other thing is i tell my clients all the time i'm like do you remember facebook before you had a company right can you remember when you used to see the people at the PTA, the people that your kids went to school with, parents, and they're posting and they're posting, and everything looks all rosy. Mm-hmm. You know the backstory, right? Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now your feed is probably full of all entrepreneurs mm-hmm. instead of those same friends that you used to have. I always laugh when friends actually pop in my newsfeed. I'm like, oh, you still exist. I know. <laughs> um, but it's still the same thing, right? It's all of that. That algorithm is still an algorithm. So mm-hmm. therefore it's now showing you what you think it thinks you want, the people that you connect with. You're yeah. then seeing their feed. You can get really in your head about their feed. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know, just like you don't really know in some cases what's going on in, you know, your kids, best friends, parents, that their house and everything looks rosy. Right. And then you find out it's really not as rosy as mm-hmm. everything on Facebook looked. Right. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think, and, you know, I think we all, we all just like, we see social media and and as a digital business, right? That's that's where we go. That social media is the new town square, right? Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, you used to go to church, you used to go to, you know, the grocery store, whatever. And like that was the town square where you would like meet people and be like, oh, hey, neighbor down the street, how are you? What's going on? Right. Like now that is online and amplified. So that, yeah, it's amazing. But also it's one of those things where it's like, this is so great, but also like, oh, I'm really jealous of what they're doing. They make it look so easy. How come mm-hmm. it's not that easy for me? What am I doing? Right. And then you start right. getting into those head games. Um, oh yeah. I totally, yeah. totally can yes, I I am right there with you on that. <laughs> so my next question for you is, and I know you talked about it a little bit, but what is something challenging that you have overcome in your business or even your career? 
um, up until this point? Great question. Right. And it is, it's part of how my program got, was born mm-hmm. um, in freebie land, right? You start off and you're like, do this strategy, do this strategy, do this strategy. <laughs> and I honestly was getting so lost in what everybody else was telling me. Mm-hmm. And I really had to take a break and I had to sit back and go, all right, how did I become a chief financial officer? Right. Not everybody gets to that position. And I'm like, how did I do it? What did I do? And how did I hit my goals all the time? How, you know, I received extra bonuses. Plus we had department goals, you know, company goals. How did I hit them all the time? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, so let, let's just reverse engineer this. Right. And I'm yeah. like, I did my, I had my year goals. And I remember the first time in corporate when I had, you know, X percentage of my salary, I was going to end up making in a bonus. I got to pick the five things that was going to make this up. All right. So how easy is that? And I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. And I did it. And I didn't because I just thought I would add time. I would add time and I would just, you know, take that 50 hour week and make it 60 to 70 hour a week. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't work because my boss also decided like throughout the course, I had additional projects. I had additional this, right? I have a daughter. I have a husband. And I'm like, all right, like adding time is not the answer. Uh-huh. Um, so what I teach in my program is being very intentional, right? Intentional forward action. And therefore taking that goal right? And breaking it down into 90 days and then looking at every day, how intentional are you about what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. It's how my department started hitting their goals because they would get lost in, oh, I'm just doing this and it'll take five minutes. I'm just doing this and it'll take five minutes. Right. (laughs) I'm being helpful. I'm doing this, right? And they were serving the company, but they weren't at the end of the day. It was always taking away from their primary task. Mm -hmm. And sometimes their primary task wasn't necessarily what they love doing. Right. right? Um, Obviously I was over an accounting department, accounts receivable, payroll. Right. And when my accounts receivable department didn't like collecting, that Mm -hmm. was the last thing they did. Right. (laughs) So they were very busy. Uh Uh-huh. And we wrote off a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh well, my you can't God. stay in business writing off. Uh-huh. Yep. Right? Yep. So <laughs> when I set goals and we sat down and set their goals and looked at it and they had it in front of them. And I tell all my clients, like, put that sticky note in front, what your goals are so that you mm-hmm. can see it and look at what you're doing, right? How do you prioritize? How do you then Make sure that you're doing 80% that's going to move the needle, mm-hmm. that's going to help get you to where you're going to go, Yep, help you become who you're becoming so that you're not just, oh, I'll try this, right? And, and we get the FOMO and we get all of this, oh, what if this? What if I do this? Right. <laughs> yep. So I had to get over that in my own business. Mm-hmm. And then when I started going back, putting in things that worked really well for me, yep, you know, it then helped 
changed my entire business. It changed how I showed up. It changed. I started having more fun. I started mm-hmm. having more clients. I started getting more consistent cash flow, which is always a plus. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now, you know, with that, I take and do the intentional forward action, help with financial literacy to make sure, hey, I'm making money and I still have money left over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've worked with too many companies that all of a sudden that tax time come and they're like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, and it's hard, right? You it know, is. depending on how your program's set up, you can have a little bit come in here and a little bit come in here and a little bit, right? It's different to manage than when you were used to having a paycheck. Mm-hmm. When you had a paycheck and you got paid, you know, right? The first of the month, twice a month, every other week, you knew that set, you had a mindset of this is what I was going to do. Now you got a little here, a little here, a little here, depending on how your business is. Right. Right. And that makes it even more difficult. So being able to go through also and change that entire mindset of how do you now manage money when it's not just coming all in lump sum, Mm -hmm. right? What can you put in place to help keep the momentum going? Yeah. So, but really getting out of the trying everybody else's strategy, you know, took took a little bit longer than I was like to admit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yes. Um, I can also attest to trying on other people's strategies for a little too long and just holding on hope, like, right. Like, Oh, it's gotta, this is the week that this is going to work. And, you know, and then like being met with like, okay, it's another week. And I, it has not worked for me. Okay. All right. Right. And then having Mm -hmm. the thought of like, is this even going to work? Right. Like, cause then you start to, you, you try on these strategies, right. And you're like, okay, it's going to work. I got to give it some time to work, which is great. But also like at what point when you're like, ah, I've been trying this, trying, 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 and it still is not working. Right. And then you're like, oh man, this is really hard. Maybe I should give up, right? Like, and it's in that moment where you're like, okay, I could give up or I could try something different. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm always like, okay, it's not working the way I thought it was. I've tweaked a few things. It's time to make maybe a bigger shift and move in a different direction, which is ironically how this podcast got started, right? Like I was just not getting the clients that I wanted and like, I love having conversations. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to start having conversations that I love to have. So instead of having these like collaboration calls where it was just kind of like, here's what I do and here's what I do and here's who I help, right? Those are great and wonderful. Love them. But also I'm like, I need to move the needle forward in my business and I need to Mm -hmm. stop listening to some of the gurus who are like, do this one thing and it's going to change the way. And I'm like, it's not working. I've had so many conversations and have gotten to what I feel is like so much further in my own business by stepping out and and shifting a few things where I'm like, okay, how can I have more fun in my business? How can I have conversations in my business? And how can I change something that is going to just 
not make it feel dreadful at the end of the week when I'm like, oh, here's another week and you haven't gotten any, any more, any further ahead than you did before. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that, you know, that is so important. And, you know, when you talk about taking intentional forward action, that really speaks to me in a way that's like, yep, that is what we need. Because I think a lot of people get stuck in, in the momentum, right? They have good intention and they're like, okay, here's this whole list of things that I've got to do. And wow, that's a lot. I'm really tired. I don't think I can do all of that. Right. Cause you look at that big list and you're like, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, but when you, when you break it down, right? Like, and I'm sure you do this in your 90 day program, break it down in a way where like each day, it's not this big laundry list. It's mm-hmm. a couple intentional things that you're like, these are the, I don't know, three to five things that I am going to do today. I get to do these things today. I'm really excited. And I know that this is taking me one step closer to my goal. Right. You know, it's about building each, each little thing is building on top. Right. And that's what we need to remember. We don't, I'll tell people, it's like, you know, you didn't gain 30 pounds in a day. You're not going to gain, lose 30 pounds in a day. But when you start, you know, to lose weight, to increase muscle Mm -hmm. and increasing muscle, because I like to work out is even easier, right? You you start at one weight and you just keep lifting and you get better and you get better and you get better. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point. You're building on and you're building the momentum. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started, when I stopped getting crazy about, did anybody like my post? Oh my God, did I get engagement? That's when I got engagement. Now I just do it for the fun of it Mm -hmm. to see. And I get these, like, I'll get a new name. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know who that is. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Look at that. Right. And then you start having fun with it. And then everything starts to shift and it just grows on that momentum. But it's building that momentum in a positive way. Mm -hmm. You know, building goals, sticking with goals and creating goals, hitting goals is just like if you want to lose weight, mm-hmm. right? It's creating new habits to get you where you're going. When right. I swam, right, and I was winning and I wanted to do better, it was creating new habits to get there. Mm-hmm. And then when you go habits, what do you mean? I, I Habits is going to get me to goals? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like habits, right? I don't like goals. And I'm like, goals are just destinations. It's where right. you want to go. Yep. <laughs> That's it. It's just where you want to go. So you have a focus point mm-hmm. that you can get there. And yeah, it's, it, if you do the same thing you do today, there is a definition of that. <laughs> yes. You expect different results. Uh-huh. So it is going to be changing behavior but it can be easier than, right? With, especially that's part of having a coach. It's they help you yes. get to where you want to go, right? You have coaches that are going to teach you something because you want to improve. And then there's just coaches that are going to help you get you where you want to go and mm-hmm. get you there faster. Right. Yeah. And I think that accountability portion of coaching, right? Like, like you said, there's coaches that, that will help you learn. And then there's coaches that will help you be accountable. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I am probably more of the coach that's going to help you be accountable. Right. Because I don't want you to rely on me. Like, yeah, I would love to work with anyone 
forever. That'd be cool. That'd be great. But also like, there's a certain point where it's like, yeah, I'll hold your hand, but I want you to grow in a way that you're going to outgrow me. And there's going to be a point where maybe I can't help you anymore. And you're Mm -hmm. ready for the next level, right? Like I want that. I want to be part of that stepping stone for you to go to the next level for us to say like, I'm going to cheer you on, but like, yeah, if there's something above this relationship, like I want you to get there. Like I want to give you that boost up Mm -hmm. to get to that level and just watch you soar. So I think that that's so cool. That's so important. Yeah. And that's part of why it's a 90 day program, right? Mm -hmm. You then have the option of renewing and I have Mm -hmm. clients that renew. Sure. Because honestly, yeah, I, I have a really wide span mm-hmm. of how I can help you to get to where yeah. you're going. Yep. You know, and some clients don't, right? Because then they're going off and that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a little sad. It's like when your kid it goes is. away. Right. <laughs> but, right. But that's the goal, right? Yes. The goal is not that I have the same clients for the next 15 years. Yeah. My clients will say, right, as I'm growing every day. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what they like because then they get to, they get the benefit of how I'm growing every day. Yes. So, but at the same time, yes, I don't expect him to. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Well, this leads great into my next question, which is what is one piece of advice that you would tell your younger self? There's so many. <laughs> Um, I had a period of time and it was kind of in the transition of having my own business and, um, even at the beginning stages of being a CFO, Mm -hmm. um, where I wasn't, I wasn't doing a lot of personal development. And when I started doing the personal development, realizing how much, even if it's reading a book, it doesn't matter what, if listen to a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Getting information that's outside of your world that you're living in mm-hmm. and opening up to new possibilities. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up with a very, you know, a very different you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this, right? So all of a sudden at 50, realizing that you don't have to do this, you don't have to do this, and you don't have to do this. Right. <laughs> um, I probably wouldn't have been an accountant if I had. And credit, there is a huge piece. I love cash flow. I love teaching it. I love showing people what they can do with cash flow management mm-hmm. and how much they can increase their wealth and improve their life. Um, I would have been probably coaching and doing, you know, more consulting. I probably wouldn't have changed my business mm-hmm. and just added to it 10 years ago. Um, but that always learn, mm-hmm. right. Always look to see for a different, different perspective. It will really open up your world in a way and know that you truly are limitless. Mm-hmm. You can do anything. You only are limited by what you think you're limited. And then surround yourself with the people that cheer you on. Yeah. Right. 
not the naysayers, not the, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the best things about my husband is, you know, he, he married that chief financial officer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, uh, you know, having that conversation of, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, there was some economics that definitely changed. Right. With that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but he was just like, do what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And because I was like, I'm just going to, that's just not for me anymore. Um, Right. So following that, being able to step out, take the chances. Part of what got me to being the CFO was taking the chances, Mm -hmm. but I could have taken more. I took the chances within a very strict line. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just take chances and know that you are good enough. Mm hmm. You know, um, in one of my classes, I do this whole thing that if you think about it, what do you do with a baby? Right. You cheer them on when they walk, spit up. Right. Oh, yeah. Anything. Everything. 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 Right. (laughs) And we're all energy. Yep. Right. So what is that baby getting before it's getting the words and understanding the words it's getting the parents excitement the energy of right and what happens when they get older when they get older then it starts getting to oh don't do that right and all of a sudden they're not seeing the same energy Mm -hmm. from their parents right we're not giving it the same way and now we've kind of have them addicted to that energy Mm -hmm. of right so I said to somebody, I'm like, you know, we kind of are creating that whole pleasing. We definitely are. (laughs) Then the not good enough. Uh huh. And we don't even realize we're doing it. And of course, I didn't realize I was doing it to my own daughter. Yep. Until I started, you know, coaching and talking and thinking about it and understanding the energy and just being like, oh my God. Right. Right. So, how can we like balance that out? Mm-hmm. with, you know, the generations to come yep. to realize that you are perfect. You know, you've always been perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take that away from you. Right. And you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. And I think, I feel like at least as far as kids go, I feel like maybe I'm speaking of my own children, right? I have a five-year-old and a one and a half-year-old. So like, what you're talking about? Yeah, I I definitely like I remember being so excited when my oldest daughter was, you know, like she learned to walk and all that stuff and then, you know, as she got older, she started to get into things because she's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to explore like right? Like all of a sudden all we were doing was telling her no and I'm like, "Oh man. Okay, we got to rein this in and instead of just saying no without any other context, right? Like Instead of saying, no, let's not touch the hot burner, right? Like, right. we're we're going to do this instead, right? Uh-huh. And even, the right, like, now with my son, who's a year and a half, you know, watching my daughter and my son play, I'll, sometimes all I hear her say is, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, stop telling him no, right? So I've had to coach her, on <laughs> right? Like, I'm saying, like, okay, if, yes, you can tell him no, but... Let's give him some context. Let's help him understand why we had to do this with you. So we still do it with you, right? When mommy says, no, you can't have fruit snacks for dinner. 
how about we have, right? Like, I don't know, whatever we're having for dinner and give her choices. So, um, you know, if when you apply that little kid logic to like adult logic, right? Because it's true. We've kind of been told no, right? We're told yes until about five. And then it's like, no, you can't do this. But now when you're an adult, you're like, oh, but actually I can do this. Let's <laughs> let's wrap things up here. I'm going to ask you the last question of the day. Probably my favorite question. Um, if you were a kitchen utensil or gadget, what would you be and why? Oh, this is the first thing that came to mind because I've never really thought about it before. For some <laughs> reason, a spatula. Yes, I love it. And why? I would be a spatula because you can always flip things over. You can change your perspective and see it a different way. Nothing is ever permanent. <laughs> yes. I love that so much. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Let everyone know where they can um, connect with you. I will include all your links down below in the show notes, but let them know right now how they can connect with you. So if you can connect with me very easily, if you're on Facebook, just look me up. It's Kristen Allwine. And if not, you can www.alignmentcfo.com. You can find out all about me. Awesome. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. It's been so great to talk to you today. Thank you, Maggie. This has been wonderful and a lot of fun. Wow. What a great interview. Thank you so much for showing up here on the Chaos Clarity Podcast. Again, my name is Maggie. I'm so excited to connect with you. You can find all of the information, all of the links below in the show notes for today's interview. And I hope you have the best day ever.